O'Donnell, who goes by MagaRaccoon.com. And uh, as you'll see, he's a big part of Selection Code. So, Jeff, can you tell the viewers a little bit about who you are, what your background is, you know, why they should be listening to you right now with all the information that's coming out there? Well, thank you. Uh, Thank you, Matt and Joy. Um, I've been a computer engineer for uh, 40 years, a little more than that now. And I have spent the last uh, nearly two years uh, looking into the 2020 election and every election uh, since. Uh, Since the uh, uh, selection code, uh, which outlined uh, the findings that I made of the Mesa County uh, image Mm -hmm. for Dominion, um, I've I've gone on to do deep studies into other parts of data uh, from around the country, had a huge push to do cast vote records, and we've got nearly a third of the country's cast vote records, which is essentially just allows you to replay the election vote by vote and see how the votes uh, patterned, you know, what the patterns of the votes. That has enabled us to find a lot of, uh, uh, a lot of problems and uh, around the country. But uh, the, the key was Mesa. Uh, Mesa was what's put in, in uh, selection code uh, it provided the Rosetta Stone. I say that in the in the movie, and it keeps being more and more prescient. Uh, the kind of manipulation that we saw in Mesa caused uh, fingerprints in the data. Uh, very, very fingerprints that there's no way they should be there. And lo and behold, we found those same fingerprints in hundreds of counties across the country. Wow. So uh, it started with Mesa, and it's just gone. Uh, uh, a lot farther looking into the data and uh, everywhere we find, everywhere I look, uh, I'm finding and, and documenting and reporting on new evidence. Yeah. Have, have you found anywhere where there is no fraud? <laughs> well, I, yes. I mean, there are, there are some tiny counties out there that we've gotten information for between 500 or 600 votes in the whole county. Um, there, there just isn't enough uh, votes there for any kind of pattern to emerge or anything like that. And, 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 and I probably doubt that those had, you know, there's only so much manipulation you can do when you have that, uh, that size. But we've found a, a county here or there around the country whose data is uh, what you would expect to see. Um, I'm, I'm all, because, because so many of the counties, the, the overwhelming majority have shown uh, evidence of manipulation, it, it makes me pause before I give a clean bill of health to a county because there were so many, uh, so many different ways uh, that, that 2020 and, and elections since uh, were messed with. Uh, but the ones that I look at, the ones that I specialize in, yes, I have found a few, but uh, that's, that's probably, I could fit it on the two hands, maybe a foot. Uh, analysis <laughs> continues. So tomorrow, you know, is election day again, and we've heard from so many people like, well, we haven't got rid of the machines. My vote doesn't matter anyway. And our goal isn't to disenfranchise people. We actually want them to go out and vote. We want them to vote in person. And we want them just because there's cheating happening that that doesn't, you know, negate the fact that we shouldn't actually go out and have our voice heard. So what do you say to those people? If there's a get out and vote, if you've got to crawl across broken glass on the road, yeah. vote. Uh, everything that, that I and many other smart people have found uh, indicates that the, the algorithms in these machines, 
they're not perfect. They, they have a limit. There's a limit to how much they can cheat. Uh, it happened in 2020. We know places in 2020, for a lot of places in Florida and, and, and other places yeah. uh, that was overwhelmed. The algorithm was overwhelmed by the turnout. And plus, I mean, we have, we've been working the last eye and, and, and other, like I said, very smart people have been working uh, with an eye towards safeguarding right. uh, this very election that's coming up now. We know what they're going to try. They know that we know what they're going to try. And they know we're watching them like no one has ever watched an election before in history. Yeah. This is going to be another anomaly or, or, or focus point in history, I think, where uh, there, there, there's going to be such documentation of anything they try to do. Right. Uh, it's not going to take months to find uh, like it did after 2020. It's going to take minutes. Nice. to find wow. we're going to be watching them in real time wow. i they know this and and I, I we've done a lot we've done a lot to do everything <laughs> to safeguard what's what's going to happen 22 2022 well we are in 2022 tomorrow the election yes uh so we if you don't go vote you people who are watching this if you stay home because you say ah the fix is in we can't win whatever then you will have uh, in, invalidated and made worthless uh, all the work that's been done by so many people over this period. Uh, anybody who, who tries to tell you not to vote, uh, they probably aren't really your friend, or they're they're so massively uh, out of the out of the loop uh, on what's going on. I guess you take take the take the opportunity to, to push back on them and say no, uh, sorry, friend. Uh, you, you are wrong. This may be one of the most important times uh, that you've ever voted. And uh, I believe, I, I personally believe that we've got our ducks in a row, so to speak. We are going to take the House. We're going to take the Senate. They're going to try to cheat. They're going to, they're going to fail in enough places that we're going to have a comfortable victory. We're going to, you know, as, as in any battle, we're going to lose a couple good people uh, election-wise. Mm-hmm. So, you know, uh, you're not going to be happy about every single race that right. happens. But uh, looking at the numbers and looking at what, what's happened and what we've done, I'm, I'm extremely confident. I am extremely confident. And I will say this. If, if we do not take the House and Senate and probably the majority of the governor races, uh, they will have had to have shown their cards uh, mm. so blatantly uh, that, that they're going to – they they don't want to do that. <laughs> Any bad guys watching this, you don't want to do this. Trust us. You think the last two years scrutiny has been bad? You wait and see what happens if uh, uh, if you do the things you're going to have to do to cheat this one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Matt always brings up, you know, that they've kept the focus on hackers, like outside hacking and everything. And they've really avoided the topic of coding and they've t- avoided the topic of this could be happening internally. And, you know, we were just I was reading to Matt this thing that was on Politico today was talking about there was all these false allegations of what was going on in 2020. But there's a real concern of hacking this election and that they're going to be looking into that kind of stuff. So what are your thoughts on that? You know, because we in selection code, we actually talk about, you know, the, the internal workings of these computers. Most of the uh, most of the fraud that I've seen throughout the country falls into two broad categories. One is in the machines, mm-hmm. things running in the machines that are managing the votes and, and 
manipulating them as it, as they see fit and are able to. Uh, I'll add that. Uh, the second is, I mean, the 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 fake. I mean, the whole reason that uh, every all these states went to almost unlimited mail-in balloting uh, because of COVID. Uh, I mean, there's a reason for that too because uh, you know they used fake mail-in ballots that were tied to fake uh, people in the voter rolls. So you can't, I mean, and then you have your third category, which is hacking. Uh, I don't, it wouldn't shock me that it happened around the area. And, and you guys know that I'm, I'm, I've been working with, uh, with, with Dennis Montgomery and some other people about this very topic. And uh, like I said, it, it wouldn't shock me, but it wasn't necessary it was just another tool in their tool, tool belt. Mm -hmm. And if, if they had the opportunity to do it, I'm sure they did. Mm -hmm. uh, but it wasn't, it, 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 I don't think it was as widespread. Now, people outside our country and even inside uh, watching at a level they shouldn't have been. Right. That happened everywhere. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, uh, just, yeah. So, one last question uh, before we got to let you go. But, um, uh, how moving forward, mm -hmm. right? Um, uh, how do how do we encourage people to stay in this fight, to mm -hmm. stay vigilant, uh, to not just be like, okay, so let's say we win and everything you know goes really well uh, tomorrow. Mm -hmm. How do we keep people engaged that they don't just sit back on their laurels? Yeah, um, I, I told people in my my group little group of followers that I call my raccoon army. I told them yesterday, my confidence that we're going to win the day is in, in, in fine fashion on, on Tuesday. And I said, and then the hard work starts mm. at that point. Because at that point, we, we will then have the cards in our hand to play, right. to, to go back and start working to fix 2020. You got a, you're going to have a lot of candidates who said a lot of good things to get elected, yeah. specific to our elections and 2020. Their feet have got to be held to the fire like never before. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and, you know, the, the 2024 election season starts Wednesday, as far as I'm concerned. Mm -hmm. Well, I might maybe Thursday. Let's give us one day to breathe. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I haven't had one in a while. I've had one since before the uh, the moment of truth started, to be honest. Yeah. Um, but uh, the hard work starts and we need to we do need to, to re energize. I mean, at, at the point where you get the enemy to turn around and start running, you don't go home. Right. right. Awesome. Okay. And that's what that was. If we, if we just say, okay, everything's fine now. No, it's not fine now. Right. Uh, the, there are certain, I'll get into this more after the election, but I'm more worried about 2024 than I am 2022 for some very specific reasons. Yeah. yeah. And, and so it's going to be education again as to, yep. Okay. We beat him this time. Here's what incredible things we had to do to to counteract their cheating. Yeah. And uh, and here's what we're going to face in 2024, or else we'll lose all the all the all of the the, uh, uh, the field we took uh, in the mid. All right. Unfortunately, we're going to have to go. Thank you so much for everything that you're doing. Thank you. Go Jeff. to magaraccoon.com and you can hear more about what Jeff's up to. You're, uh, you're welcome. Thank you. Thank Bye. You. Oh, hi. <laughs> hey. Welcome back. We're here to tell you about 
parasites today. And I'm not talking about Nancy Pelosi. No, I don't think the public is going to be down with Dr. Jason Dean has told us about these nasty little suckers. He actually showed us pictures. Oh, God. <laughs> kind of reminded us of the movie Alien. These voters are not to be mistaken for politicians. Even though they're kind of slimy and sucking the life out of you. But you can drain your own personal swamp with Dr. Jason Dean's Parasite Protocol. Go to healthwithspiro.com and check out all of Dr. Jason Dean's products. He even has an autism protocol and a parasite protocol for kids. It's important right now, more than ever before, to change sick care into health care. Dr. Jason Dean is amazing, him and his wife, and they really care about your health. Not only does he have these really great products, but he also has an amazing support system, provides trainings, and a really awesome Telegram channel. Where you can talk crap with your friends. So go to healthwithspiro.com to check out Dr. Jason Dean's Parasite Protocols and drain your personal swamp today. Ew. Two parasites walk into a bar. One of them says, what bank do you work for? So with all of this, Matthew and Joy, we've got problems globally. We've got this crisis. It's imploding. We've got stock market that's absolutely imploding. That's all red, right? It's like, it's just, if you looked at it down arrows, you know, green going up, red going down, like the Dow Jones Industrial Average, the S&P 500 last Thursday, it was like 90% red. Wow. And so I'm looking at some of these charts. I'm thinking poor, poor Americans are thinking I had a diversified portfolio. Right. Right. And, and so this is this is a key that I want everybody to hear. Diversification does not mean safety. Right. You could have had one share in each of the 500 S&P 500 stocks. You could have had one share in each of the 30 Dow Jones Industrial Average. And if 80 percent of them go down at the same time, what good did your diversification yeah. do? You? Right. Well, it and- didn't do you any good at all. And so some of the questions that I was asked this last weekend, you know, because people have been watching, they've been seeing what we're talking about. Um, there was somebody said, I heard that you can only take 10% of your IRA and, and put it into gold and silver or um, maybe maximum of 20%. So are some of the IRAs able to roll over or all of them able to roll over? How do people do that? Any, any IRA can roll over. So you can do the whole thing. You can do 100% of it. If it's okay. an IRA... So if it's a traditional IRA, it goes to a traditional IRA. If it's a Roth, it goes to a Roth, right? Okay. But you can enroll, but you can do 100%. Yeah. Just like if we're going from Fidelity Investments over to Schwab, you roll over 100% of it. Yep. It, it just rolls over, right? So, so behind that question, it might be the type of investment that they have. Okay. Maybe they have annuity in there, yeah. inside there. And you, you can only do a 10% withdrawal per year out of the annuity without penalty. Okay. Here's the thing. If that were the case, you know, everybody's different. You can't make a blanket statement generally, but yeah. but overall, you have to look at what are you going into, yeah. right? So it's it's what are you getting out of and what are you going into? Well, if silver over the last six weeks has gone up almost 20% and you had a 10% penalty for withdrawing from your annuity yeah. earlier, well, so so get rid of it. Yeah. Who cares right. if the penalty 
percent. You just made it up plus double in the last six weeks. So this is where a lot of times people don't do the right thing because they see they have a surrender charge or a penalty. Yeah. Or they have to pay a capital gains tax. It's like a, a capital gains taxes actually means good. I don't don't get me wrong. I hate paying taxes. I I don't like them. Right. But we all have to do it. Yeah. But the fact that you pay capital gains tax means you've done well yeah. and you had growth, this which is, is why problem. you have to. Pay. Yeah. yeah. So our goal as wise and prudent investors is to do what? Buy low and sell high. Yeah. So, of course, when you sell high, you've, you've done what an investor is supposed to do. Of course, you're going to have to pay a tax. The goal is not to let it come down to minimize the tax. The yeah. goal is to lock in to maximize your profit, right? right. So, so don't ever let a penalty or a surrender charge or a tax cause you to not act because you don't want to pay it. I would just, it, but if you were going into cash, <laughs> it gets you zero. It's like, yeah. oh man, my penalty is 10%. I'm going into cash, it gets zero. It would take you forever and a day right. to recover from that. Right. But if something that you're going into is growing faster than what the tax rate was, it's like, okay, this makes all the sense in the world yeah. to, to buy low, sell high, keep doing that and locking in profits. That's how you grow your portfolio over time. Yeah. And so right now, other nations are watching what's happening with the U.S. dollar. And BRICS just added an extra S recently. Why are they adding yeah. that? Why are they deciding to you know join forces and everything? And what are they doing uh, with the U.S. dollar? And how are they backing their countries? Well, the BRICS is, you know, when they add Saudi Arabia, for yeah. example, so, so Saudi Arabia did what with China? They said, hey, China, um, you're going to be our biggest buying partner, right? It's no longer the U.S. dollar. You're going to be our biggest buying partner and you don't have to pay for it in petrodollars. You don't have to pay for the oil from us mm -hmm. in, in U.S. dollars. In fact, we don't want them, right? So, wow. so prior to that, you know, the... In, in the 1970s, the petrodollar meant that every single country around the globe, whether it was China buying something from Brazil or India buying something from Iran or whatever, right? It's meant that if it were oil based, they're yeah. buying oil or oil. It was done in US dollars. That's a petrodollar. Yeah. Well, that gave us built in demand for our currency. So what what's happening now with the BRICS nations, it's, it's kind of... um scary in a sense. I'm, yeah. I don't operate out of here, but you look at what they're doing. Largest manufacturer in the world, huge military with nuclear capability. And now they're, they're vying for the world's economic superpower yeah. right, with these brick consortiums of nations. They got out of the Western financial system by getting out of the um, SWIFT program. Mm -hmm. They're, they're basically, have gold backing on their currency. They're dumping U.S. treasuries, dumping Japanese treasuries, dumping European treasuries in economic warfare, like right. 101. I mean, so when you look at all that, it's like, oh my word, they're making a play to be the world's strongest economy, uh, you know, collectively with the BRICS nations. And I hate to say it, but they're doing a really good job at it. Yeah. Right. Mm. The West is losing. I'm watching this. And like you said, we don't do anything out of fear. And, you know, it's always how you handle bad situations. It really is how you walk through it, how you get to the other side of everything. And so investing in gold and silver will, will be the best investment getting through this next phase and will help protect our friends and our families. Is that correct? 
A hundred percent. Yeah, that's what I that's what I believe. And and it's a function of math, right? When well, I was just looking actually this morning as as you know, as I was doing some other shows and I was looking doing some research. And you know what? There's there's paper silver and there's physical silver. Mm-hmm. Paper silver is a contracts. That's what's manipulated. Right now, as we do this show, there's over four hundred basically ounces of yeah. paper silver for every one ounce of physical silver. Oh, wow. That means in the future, if they were to ever to try to deliver in more than what one out of every 400 ounces want to deliver, it's not there. Yeah. See, they've too many short contracts. This is right for a short squeeze. When you've got that kind of leverage, it will cause silver to go through the roof. When people, all they do is say, I want physical delivery of these paper contracts. Yeah. It's 400 yeah. to one. A year ago, it was the last time I looked at that number, it was 200 to one. So we've doubled in yeah. one year wow. this this leverage, and that will create a meltdown of epic proportions mm-hmm. as people on the flip side of those contracts say, I don't want to settle in cash. I want to right. deliver physical stuff. Yeah. And then whoever has the contract says, uh, we weren't expecting you to yeah. want physical delivery, but we thought you would settle in cash, right? Yeah. yeah. That's this short squeeze works. They kind, of pull, they kind of pull a Saudi Arabia. <laughs> We're like, yeah, we don't want the dollar anymore. No. <laughs> right. I mean, that's exactly what's happening. So when you see these kind of fundamental dynamics driving the prices upward, we as wise and prudent investors can actually look at that and smile and say, okay, our freedoms are eroding. Right. You know, the election may have or may not have gone our way, but you know what? That's the collective voice of America saying something that mm-hmm. with when it comes to our freedoms or our choices like that. But when it comes to our financial choices, that's just individual. That's just us yeah. making a decision, deciding to act. You don't have to rely on anybody else. And this is where I would encourage everybody watching this show. Yeah. To when you see the fundamentals that are this strong, low supply, high demand, leverage out the wazoo on silver yeah. with all these paper contracts. And you know what? Prices have to go through the roof. And we're seeing it right now. These prices that we're seeing, this massive growth. I mean, who's who's going to complain about a 20% growth in a year on anything? Probably not many people. Well, what about in six weeks? Right. <laughs> That's what we've seen with silver, right? And so I would encourage people to to minimize your risk and maximize your return. You get into the thing that's growing as soon as you can, and you get out of something that's shrinking as fast as you can. Stock market's poised for massive correction with these rising rates. Um, bond market is, real estate already is, oh. like we talked about early, lost $1.5 trillion of equity yeah. over the last since May, it's like, oh my word. So gobble up silver, take advantage of these markets and these trends so they don't take advantage of you. We, we just so appreciate you and everything that you're doing. Yeah. Um, so many people have uh, either said, oh, I've already talked to Kirk or um, I'm going to, I've scheduled an appointment with his team. And so uh, if you want to uh, talk to Dr. Kirk's team, uh, about your financial situation and yeah, how awesome. gold and silver might be the best option for you, go to spirogold.com or you can call or text 720-605-3900 uh, to get an appointment today. 